0: I got the offer to be the head of the community, and I, you know, was very much out of my element because I didn't really think that uh, right out, of, you know, right out of school, I would actually end up getting um, such such a such a privileged position to do so much and just have so much autonomy.
1: hi everyone so for today's episode i have yamini the head of growth and community at hollow student which is a company that connects students with opportunities from the comfort of their home through online Q&A sessions and panels. And I just really enjoyed my conversation with Yamini. She didn't hold back in sharing her story and her career journey of where she is today. And we talked a lot about how she explored different options for her career while she was in school through internships and how you shouldn't have to shrink yourself to fit in any room and I just couldn't agree more with this statement and it's also okay not to have it all figured out by the time that you graduate from college it's all a journey that you are going to be embarking on throughout your entire career and I just know that you guys are going to love this episode so here is my conversation with Yamini.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? doing? Good good thank you so much how are you? Good I'm doing great um But before
1: we jump in to talk about HALA Student, I wanted to get to know a little bit more about you. Um, But why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit more about you?
0: Absolutely. So I would say that my story really starts in India. I was actually born in India and then I moved to the Chicagoland area when I was around three years old. Um, and that I just grew up in, in the suburbs of, of Chicago ever since. I went to school downtown. I went to DePaul University. Um, if anyone is a Paul blue demon, hi. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Um, and I ended up majoring in management information systems just because I didn't want to be a full on computer science major. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't want to be a full on business admin major. And so that was kind of my way of, of making peace with the fact that I didn't want to fully commit to either major. Um, And then upon graduation, I did not actually get a job right out of college. And that was something that was actually very worrisome because I felt like most of my peers had already figured everything out, which is not true at all. Uh, No one really has everything figured out, um, but I felt that way. And so I was just doing a ton of of applications and networking, but it really just felt like nothing uh, really clicked. And so at that point, I ended up going on vacation with my family Um, And instead of, you know, enjoying my time as I should have, I was so browsing jobs online. Um, But then I eventually gave up and, you know, really just started enjoying the vacation. That's when I got a message from the founder of Apollo, Vernon Howard. Um, And, you know, he said that he would like to interview me for just a generic position. I didn't know that it was going to be for um, the head of community, but I just thought, why not? You know, I thought it would be at least great practice um, having an interview session. And so, I went in there, but we had a wonderful, wonderful conversation that spanned, I think, a couple hours, I believe, Um, even though it was only initially intended to be like a quick 30-minute call, and then at the end, um, I got the offer to be the head of the community, and I, you know, was very much out of my element because I didn't really think that. Uh, right, out of, you know, right out of school, I would actually end up getting um, such, such, a, such a privileged position to do so much and just have so much autonomy, but I loved it, and obviously I, I pounced at the chance, and so now I have been in the role for a couple months now. I've also uh, tacked on head of growth as well to um, you know, my, my position, kind of, um, and my work at Hollow is, is really all-encompassing. You know, I think Hollow is, is still um, very much a startup. Even though we're, we're growing rapidly, uh, we still do operate like a startup, and you know, the culture is, is very familial, and so uh, you're pretty much just doing anything and everything that needs to get done. Um, I mostly work on community initiatives, so you know, social media, um, event planning, reaching out to schools and student groups and really spreading the word, but then also um, you know, getting feedback on what we can do for them. Um, And then on the growth side is really just, um, you know, trying to elevate our our user base. And so that, again, ties into community with just making sure that we're casting a wide net and and no one's really left behind in terms of finding community members and adding them to our roster and just making sure that their needs are heard. Um, And of course that their wants are um, taken care of.
1: Yeah, I really like how you grew within the company um and i just i'm curious to hear more about um before you got there what kind of internships did you have to prepare you or set you up for success when you got to the
0: company so i was one of those very indecisive students and so all four years of college actually um, I did internships in completely different verticals. So, um, freshman year, I did a couple internships in marketing. Um, there were mostly four startups uh, that were very, very young. So, it was mostly just like hyper local internships that um, really didn't, I want to say, that really didn't, um, you know, give me concrete, I want to say like hard skills, but I did learn a lot of soft skills on the job. So, things like um, you know, work ethic and how to organize like, your Google Calendar, um, or how to say no when you have too much on your plate and you really can't, you know, do justice to another task that's coming your way. Um, and so, I really credit these these early internships, especially when when I started college, um, as kind of helping me understand that, you know, in in the general office sphere, you really do have to take up the room that you deserve, um, and you really shouldn't need to shrink and or, you know, feel like you need to make room for other people, you definitely should take up the room that is um, that is appropriate for you. So don't be shy. Don't say no. Uh, I mean, don't be shy to say no. Um, and don't say no to opportunities just because you think that you are, you know, possibly just kind of below that, you know, in terms of of a pay grade, right? So if you think that, oh, no, I think that that task is probably better suited for someone um, who's more qualified than me, uh, you know, I think you start putting yourself in a box, and you don't want to do that. So if you don't believe in yourself, then who will? Um, So those those initial learnings is what I had freshman year. And then sophomore year, I was kind of starting to figure out that computer science wasn't really going to work for me. Um, And so as a last-ditch effort, I did do a design internship just to see if maybe the code wasn't working for me but maybe the design aspect did. and i always thought of myself as a creative and so um, getting into like ux and, and ui design was really fun but again it was fun but it really wasn't something that i saw myself doing for for the rest of my career so i dropped that as well and then in junior year i thought marketing was it i thought marketing was the love of my life i ended up interning at this company called um, the OCC, which is kind of like a derivatives trading floor in in Chicago, it was right next to the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, and I remember just telling everybody about it because I thought it was super cool that I was working, you know, downtown, and I was kind of walking everywhere with a purpose, and it just felt really, really good. Um, and it was kind of my first big girl internship, I would say. However, again, marketing really wasn't it for me. I, I liked the projects that I was working on, but I felt like I didn't have enough uh, you know, room for for creativity and enough autonomy, um, and so I was like, okay, I don't think marketing is going to work out either, and then finally, in, in senior year, I ended up uh, kind of getting into a, I want to say a love affair with uh, VC, so venture capital, and so I worked as a venture capital analyst for a seed accelerator um, that's actually based out in... Uh, san francisco they're called excel Prize. they work on b2b companies and i did like due diligence and, and market research and competitor analysis for them it was really really fun and i noticed that for companies that are based out in you know in sf or la or even like new york um, they really just trusted you with a lot of responsibilities and um, maybe it was just me but i didn't see that kind of freedom and i didn't see that kind of trust in some of the startups and companies that i was seeing in in chicago um, not to say that there aren't companies like that in Chicago, but I just thought the culture generally was more in line with what I wanted and that was more of, of this coast or that coast. Um, and then I finally graduated and I felt like I had done internships and in basically everything under the sun, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and then again, yeah, my old spiel of, of just applying to a ton of places when I finally received a call from, from Paulo and you know, I was as pegged as being the head of community. I think what really helped me was the fact that I – um, met so many people during my internships and I got the opportunity to talk to so many people and I, I knew how to hold a conversation I knew how to ask them what they wanted and how I could help them and and really just forming those authentic connections is what I learned in all of my internships and it's still something that I work on to this day and I think that's what has led to the most success in my current role is the fact that I can talk to anyone that I want to um, and really just create a very memorable connection there. And then also, um, you know, not in a transactional sense, but just in, in a very, I want to say, insightful sense. I kind of get to extract what they're thinking, I get to pick their brain, um, and we just have, you know, a value exchange. So I think that's really important, and it's um, something that is, it's definitely an art that a lot of people have to have to work at to get. And I'm just so lucky that these internships, even though they seem, you know, completely unrelated um, looking back, you know, uh, like hindsight is twenty twenty. so looking back, I can see that everything is kind of a domino effect, and all these internships really helped me be a, a people person.
1: Yeah, everything that you learn in college comes back around when you're actually in the workplace, and I just really like to hear that you explored all of your options, or many options in general, um, and it just really helped you uh, get to where you are and all of these skills have been helping you along the way. And for students, I, I also like the fact that you brought up that sometimes people hesitate to take on opportunities because they feel like they might might not be qualified. Um, so what, what else can you say to a student that maybe not, may not be seeing themselves um, at the company but are really hesitant to take on that opportunity because I feel like a lot of the times I feel right now especially that is being a big topic of discussion is just you not being represented at the company so what can you tell a student who may be a little afraid to to take that opportunity?
0: Yeah absolutely so I would say you know imposter syndrome affects even the best of us. I don't really think that there's a single person out there that feels like, you know, they're 100% capable of doing any task that is assigned to them. I'm sure everyone has that initial like hesitation about, oh, can I do justice to this task? Do I have, you know, the skills or the expertise or the resources or even just the time to do a good job on this? Um, What I would say is, is you really need to understand that nobody has their has their shit together. So you should rejoice in that fact is that, you know, nobody has their shit together. It's just that they make it look like they do. And that's the only difference between you and and someone who seems like, you know, they have it all, um, you know, have it all figured out. They have it all put together. It's just the fact that they are able to project that facade, but it doesn't really mean that they know. Um, everything about you know a specific task or it doesn't mean that they're completely um, you know they're good to go on on doing a particular task or that they're super capable it doesn't mean that because under the surface you know they can very well be thinking oh shit thank god I didn't get assigned that task because I don't know the first thing about you know XYZ so the first step is recognizing that like I said no one has their shit together so it's okay for you to be scared Um, Everyone is on the same playing field in in that regard. The second one is that there are tools and resources and people um, that you can reach out to to make sure that you do a good job on whatever task is is really scaring you, right? So it's not like you need to exist in a vacuum with this task. It's not, uh, you know, it's not a huge like phantom that is like terrorizing you, right? You can ask for help um you should gladly tell people when you don't know how to go about a certain aspect of it i think saying that you don't know something is the bravest admission you could ever make in the workplace because everybody wants to feel like um you know that they know everything and they want to project that you know oh i know absolutely everything that there is about this job and this company and you know i could be the ceo but um to be frank even the ceo has has some areas where he needs you know advice from and where he he needs direction so second thing would be admitting that you possibly don't know something about a particular area and then following that up with seeking out someone or something you know a resource that can help you figure that piece out and then you know you just move on to the next piece and then you move on to the next piece and then before you know it you're done with the project you've done a great job um and everything is is accurate and and beautiful and you're ready to present whatever this task is Um, And that kind of brings me to my third point, which is you just have to get started. I think the hardest part of any task is just getting started. Um, And so there's this technique where if if you feel really overwhelmed by something or you're kind of procrastinating, you kind of tell yourself that, okay, I'm only going to do this for five minutes. Um, And then at the end of those five minutes, I'm going to stop and I'm going to go back to, you know, surfing the Internet or going through YouTube. Um, But once you actually get started and you have that momentum of five minutes, you'll notice that the task has gotten considerably easier. And so you'll actually keep going. So that's what I would say. just just start. Right. There's no right time. If you're going to wait for the right time to get started, um, that time is never going. It's not going to come. It's never going to come. So just get started and, and see that the momentum really carries you to the end of the project and you'll feel so much better when that's done and dusted. So,
1: okay. So say you're, you're saying that there's so many um, organizations that can help out students and with any field that you are going into, there are, uh, organizations that can help you and that can elevate your career in different magnitudes and so speaking about companies and organizations that can help students uh we have hello student and so can you tell us a little bit more about hello student and how it can help students
0: (laughs) absolutely thank you for the plug so hollow is an online events platform and so what we kind of started out as is um kind of like the tool the one-stop shop to really democratize your access to companies and recruiters at top companies like google and apple and twitter um you know our our founders uh vernon howard and philip bowman Vern especially saw that there was a lot of um, racial disparity when it, when it came to accessibility to hiring teams. Um, and he saw that there were just so many barriers to entry that you know effectively prevented some amazing students, some amazing talent from connecting to great companies that they would have made um, you know, amazing contributions to had they you know, actually had access to these networks and access to internship information. And just access to these recruiters emails right so I felt like a lot of talent was being wasted <laughs> excuse me a lot of the talent was being wasted there because um, there really was no bridge to link that student to the company and so um, at the time Vernon was at Capital One and he ended up resigning so that he could build Hollow and now you know, Hollow has been around for around three years now um, we are so proud to say that we have over uh, 1,200 universities represented on the site. Um, We have some amazing companies who love using our platform to connect with, um, you know, unconventional students, students who might be, um, you know, in in geographically underrepresented areas like the Midwest or students who don't really go to target schools, but who are still amazing nonetheless and have so much to contribute. Um, And also students from, uh, you know, from a variety of majors that just bring fresh perspectives to, to internship programs and into companies um and so hollow is is doing very very well especially in covid times which is kind of crazy um, we were we were built well before covid but a lot of people tell us that we are positioned for, for greatness during COVID just because we're completely remote. Um, but for us, that was more of a product positioning point that we did just because we wanted to make sure that, you know, you didn't need to live in, in San Francisco or New York or LA to get access to these top companies or to get information about internships, even if you were in, you know, the middle of nowhere in in Idaho and like no offense if anyone is from Idaho. <laughs> but if that shouldn't matter, right? The only thing that right. matters you and and your drive and your capabilities and and what you bring to the table intrinsically as as who you are and so that's why we made the platform completely remote Um, and now we're hosting uh you know somewhat upwards of i would say four to five events uh, per month with some of these amazing companies who you know love to talk to different demographics we have a riot games event coming up they are doing a women in games feature they're doing a diversity in games feature um, so it's great that these companies are, you know, really starting to make adjustments to how they source diverse candidates and underrepresented minorities, and they're just, you know, really turning um, hiring uh, on its head. I would say, um, by not really following the traditional path and just going to Harvard or MIT to recruit their students instead of doing that, um, and just kind of hurting, you know, the best of. The best and just like the creme de la creme into their offices they're actually taking the time to sit down and talk to students and build an authentic connection and get to know them for who they are and then hiring them after um after they actually get to know them and, and their capabilities so i think that's really great it's great work that they're doing over at hello i'm not just saying that because i work there i think it's <laughs> good, um giving agency back to the students and and really putting them on equal footing with with companies um, and i think that is definitely the need of the hour
1: Yeah, that's the beauty of having internet access right now is being able to just talk to different people at different companies because I'm from a small place here Well, it's not really small but there's a lack of opportunities especially for people that are going into media and if you want to continue or elevating your career in media you have to get out Um, and yeah even for myself when I was starting out I had to go out to New York but I didn't know how to get there so I, I was just Google searching, but I like that there's companies now that are connecting you with local places that you would have never been able to get to in the past, or even just hearing their advice um, through webinars or opportunities that they provide online. I think that's really, really helpful and key and instrumental to your career growth. Um, was Hollow Student hosting um, in-person Uh, opportunities or events uh, before Covid?
0: Nope so the platform is, was and and most likely will be completely remote just because we don't want to um, you know we don't want to leave anyone behind because of their geographical restrictions Um, and so being remote and being accessible to anyone across the globe is is very important to us so we'll always will always remain remote or at the very least I would say all of our main products will be remote and will be accessible for everyone as long as they have internet.
1: Yes and so what are some of the opportunities that are coming up uh, with Hollow?
0: Yeah so we're actually in a super exciting um, kind of back to school or mid back to school season depending on where you go to school. Um, So this week, actually just before uh, this podcast session, we wrapped up an event with uh, Udemy, which was great. Um, It was an Ask Me Anything feature and it was amazing. We had a great turnout um, and the Udemy staff really enjoyed connecting with students, you know, even though everyone's kind of working at home and we're somewhat sequestered to our rooms and we really can't venture out too much. Um, So it was great to see that event go so well and see students just being so enthusiastic about still having the ability to connect with companies, um, even, you know, with COVID and with lockdown and social distancing and whatnot. Um, And then coming up, we have a three, uh, kind of a three-part event series with Riot Games. Um, I did not know too much about Riot Games because I was not a gamer, but they are the developers behind League of Legends, which I'm told is a really big deal. Um, at least everyone in the office tells me it's a big deal i apologize <laughs> to any gamers listening um but we are doing a three-part series like i said so we're having a general ama on the i believe it's the 17th and then on the 20 um one second i actually ha- i should have the dates pulled up but let me just check really quickly oh my god my phone is so cluttered it's so much stuff um yeah here we are thank god so yeah so we have a three-part series coming up with right Games. we have Eric Ask Me Anything on the 17th. We have a Women in Games feature on the 29th, and then we have a Diversity in Games feature on October 1st. And then in addition to that, we also have Adidas on the 23rd. They're doing a kind of just a generic AMA, and we're also launching a speaker series in house. So we saw that there um, kind of was a lot of you know, demand and then kind of need from the student community for inspiring and motivating content, especially during this time when, you know, we're really navigating this back school landscape and, you know, it's like classes are online and then, you know, immediately they're like, no, they're on campus and then it's like they move back to being online. So there's just a ton of uncertainty and, you know, a lot of students actually did not return to school in the fall because because um, of many different, you know, restrictions such as financial aid, the fact that tuition wasn't adjusted to the fact that classes were actually going to be online, um, the loss of, you know, like work-study opportunities and, and on-campus internships really caused a lot of, um, you know, a lot of revenue, not revenue problems, but they caused a lot of financial instability for students. Um, and so since everyone's kind of going through a tough time, we decided that we wanted to do something that was inspiring to students, and so we put together a speaker series that we're launching next week. And so every week, um, probably till the end of this uh, quarter or semester for the school year, we're going to have a speaker from various walks of life just come in and, and give a, a talk on our platform about their story and about something inspiring and just a key learning that, you know, is really going to motivate you, to, you know, to keep going and to keep swimming against the tide. Um, that is, you know, COVID and and whatnot and everything that's kind of going on uh, in the world today. So next week is our first episode. Um, On the 9th, we have Samani, who is a wonderful, wonderful product marketing manager. Um, And she's also an international student. And so I think that will be very interesting for international students to tune in and see what her experience was like. We also have some amazing folks from Instagram, Snapchat, the founder of ScholarMe, i um, the founder of Playbook, uh, they're called Live's Playbooks, so we have all these amazing people really lined up and ready to give students, um, you know, just great content and just to have them feel inspired and motivated and, you know, really still give them the excitement and, uh, I want to say, the good vibes that they need to really get through um, this, this uh, challenging time.
1: Yeah and right now especially we need all the motivation that we can so that's really really cool that you guys are bringing on inspiring and motivating people to just really help the students during this tough time especially when they're not able to be on campus and for a lot of them experiencing their first college experience and so that's really really awesome what you guys are doing over at Hollow. But I think this is where we are going to be wrapping it up. But before I let you go, um, I ask a question to everybody that comes on to this uh, podcast. So uh, if you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be and why? And so this person, you can pick their brain, just somebody that can help you with your career. Who would it be and why?
0: Oh my goodness. Um, I would say, Say I would honestly pick to have dinner with you. And I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not just, you know, flicking your shoes or anything. I actually would love to have dinner with you just because I think um, just you know, as as women of you know of color in, in industries that um are you know hugely male dominated and, and that are still kind of shifting to be more inclusive and diverse, I think we'd have a lot to chat about. Um, I know, especially as, as a woman in, in, in media, it's, it's definitely a very tough landscape for you to scale that career ladder and, and, you know, really make sure that all of your wins are attributed to your hard work and not stuff like how you look or what you say or your relationship with other people as, you know, it commonly is for women. Um, and so I would actually just love to have dinner with you to talk about our respective careers and, you know, glass ceilings that we have shattered and, and what we're looking forward to in the future.
1: Oh my goodness! I was not expecting to hear that.
0: <laughs> took
1: me by surprise, but thank you so much, though. <laughs> I I don't t- I don't give myself enough credit to be so <laughs> to have dinner. Yeah, I don't. Um, but I just want to thank you so much for joining me um, on today's episode. But where can students find more opportunities to get connected to uh, companies?
0: Absolutely. So we have a lovely website that has been uh, actually been revamped uh, a few times, even in this last week. So if it looks different, um, in case you've visited it before, no worries. We're just leveling up, Um, you know, to keep up with the times and to keep up with our audience. Our web address is hollowthere.com. That's H-A-L-L-O there, T-H-E-R-E.com. Um, And if you don't want to put in the hassle of actually typing at the URL, you can just follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. Our handle is at hollow student. That's H-A-L-L-O student, S-T-U-D-E-N-T. If you aren't sure if, uh, you know, that's the right handle, feel free to just shoot us a DM and and ask if, you know, where the company is featured on the podcast. And I will probably get back to you in like two milliseconds because I'm always (laughs) on I'm moderating our community and having great discussions so
1: yeah but I'm really jealous of students today because they are getting these wonderful opportunities but at least we have them now and they're getting ready for success but
0: thank you so much for joining me today on today's episode absolutely I really enjoyed it thank you so much for having me on the show
1: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Beyond the Glam podcast. I really enjoyed my conversation with Yamini. She is a wealth of knowledge and I admire her grit and I just know that she is going to go far in her career. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and if you did, make sure to give us a review and let us know what you thought of today's episode. Join us next Tuesday for another episode on the Beyond the Glam podcast.